0: And if you can't deliver, then yeah, go be a uh, discount broker and, and try to hide your commission and try to hide your fees. You won't be in business too long. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White. And you are tuned into episode 143 of The Real Word.
1: Word is up.
0: Hopefully our audio is up and working. This week, I think we've taken all the precautions here, Sam. Am I correct? The I can actually look. I can, take, I can, I can, yeah. you know what
1: I'm loving though? So I'm sure if you guys are watching us, you've noticed probably for the huh. last, watching, I don't know, not listening. Yeah, maybe like eight months, maybe not mm. so many, six months. We're in a yeah. completely different studio. Jeez. I, um, I kind of miss our old studio. Okay.
0: Well, it's not coming back.
1: I know it's not, but it, it we now can actually, I can see our like, yeah.
0: we're gonna do some monitor Again. shifting 142 episodes. Never mind. <gasps> Ooh,
1: you know what was three years ago yesterday. It popped what? up on my Facebook was when I had the speaker. And it on, fell apart. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It wasn't a, was a microphone. But yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's get into it. If you're new to the real word, we do two rackets and a marketeer of the week. And two rackets, two segments, two topics mm-hmm. where we pick them apart, say if they are a racket or not. Our first one up today is an Inman article. Uh this is by Luke Babich. I'm gonna go with that.
1: Inmans like turning into Zillow. Like and someone uh, needs to like compete with them. We hey, need like a,
0: they've always been uh you know kind of the, the go-to there for the news. And uh here's the first one. Here are the hidden costs of home selling you should disclose to clients. Let's go through their list, Nicole. Yes. And they're calling it net sheet items. Mm-hmm. A typical seller's net sheet includes the following items: commissions for listing and buyer agents. Uh, They have a typical. They actually put a percentage on there.
1: That's that was ballsy. But
0: anyways, you want to absolutely clarify to your seller: I'm taking X amount of uh, as the as the broker as the listing broker on the commission, and this how much how much of the commission I'm offering to buyer brokers. You want to fully explain that to your sellers. They have Mm -hmm. title insurance here, escrow charges, home warranty if provided, closing costs paid for by the buyer. Obviously that's something you're gonna negotiate after the fact. Uh, Transfer taxes and recording fees. We call them conveyance tax here. In Connecticut. In Connecticut. Mortgage payoff for all mortgages against the property. Uh, One thing that we have in Connecticut is attorneys. So there's attorney fees Mm -hmm. associated with the closing. Uh, And and I think here's why, Mm -hmm. This article was written. Many home sellers think their selling price equals the money they'll take away from the sale. To avoid drama and hard feelings, agents shouldn't assume that sellers know the hidden costs of selling a home. I got to tell you, Nicole, I've talked to numerous homeowners Mm -hmm. who had their home listed previously signed a listing contract, didn't read it, Mm -hmm. trusted the agent. Of course. And came to find out later, oh, I have to pay state and town conveyance tax. Oh, I do need an attorney. Mm -hmm. Maybe they sold in the previous state, wasn't an attorney state. Oh, how does the commission actually work? Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't explained to them thoroughly up front. It was just sign here, sign here, sign here. How many times do people sign listing agreements and hopefully... If you're listening to this or watching, you're not one of these agents. How many times do people sign listing agreements when the client, the seller has never even read the contract. They never emailed it to them before the meeting. They didn't leave a copy of it with them to review before they actually signed. Mm-hmm. They just came and just kind of did the pressure move, sign here, sign here, sign here. How often does that happen?
1: I bet you it happens more often. All than, the time. Yeah, I think what's also important though to mention here, and it, and it does sort of go into that in this, in this article, there are so many expenses even before you even get to the point of signing the forms. Not, yeah.
0: not that involves us.
1: Well, no, but I mean, I think that they need to know, like, to get their home ready. There's going to be expenses, yeah, yeah. but also Could after, be. but also after the sale too, because it talks about moving costs and all that too. Yeah. So, but no, I mean, I'm certain that there are, unfortunately, in lots of situations. I guarantee you, probably. 50, maybe 60% of those agents that are just saying sign here, sign here, sign here probably don't even know the additional costs that are associated with selling a property either. Like they may not even know about the conveyance or about I what an attorney can, actually costs. You I think know? we can
0: link it up. We can definitely flash it on the screen right now we, one in company at William Ravis, our team here mm-hmm. in Connecticut, we give every single seller a net sheet. So let's link that up if we can. Uh, I don't know if we if we can, but I'm, why I'm,
1: why wouldn't you be able to?
0: Uh, well, it's a PDF that's in our listing package. I'm sure we can find a well, way. We could
1: turn it into a photo, just yeah, yeah. screenshot it. I mean, well, I'm,
0: a link. So we can do some kind of link. We'll definitely display it here if you're watching. Uh, But I would advise you, if you do not have a net sheet as part of your listing package, as part of your listing presentation, as part of the deliverables that you give to the client when signing the contract and actually go through that with them, I'd encourage you to do that. Exactly where is the commission going? How does it get divvied up? Uh, What is the state and town conveyance tax or transfer tax maybe in your market, whatever it's called? What is that number? I know here in Connecticut, we have some towns that are a little bit higher a Quarter of a percent higher than other towns.
1: Well, and it gets in based on price point, too.
0: Vanessa, for who writes all of our blog content, she's written a blog for every single town, the conveyance tech, it gets updated every single year. That's another piece everybody uh, should be using in, in their blogs. But explain to this, um, to the all of this to them up front because if you're going against two other agents. Mm-hmm. You're going to stand out as the transparent one. You're going to stand out as the trustworthy knowledge broker who walked them through the process and was upfront about all the fees. Hey, listen, when we go to a listing appointment, Mm -hmm. we're likely the highest ask for commission. I am more than comfortable providing that information upfront before we sign, even before I go, because I know everything that we deliver, right. right? And I'm also comfortable saying, hey, yeah, we're at this percent for commission and we have this fee. Like, I'm not afraid of losing the listing because we're delivering over and over and over again for all mm-hmm. of our sellers. Mm-hmm. And, and if you can't deliver, then yeah, go be a uh, discount broker and, and try to hide your commission and try to hide your fees. You won't be in business too long. You know? Yeah. Disclose,
1: disclose, disclose.
0: I think this is not a racket at all. No, not
1: at all. I mean, I think that this is probably wildly more important than, what did we talk about two weeks ago? The whole disclosure of referral. um,
0: Referral fees. Yeah, referral fees.
1: I mean, I think that this is.
0: That opened up quite a conversation on like IG when I posted that and a couple other places where. There was a lot of agents saying, eh, I don't think I should have to disclose this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, again, it's an interesting topic yeah, and I don't need to go back to it, but I think that if anything for a seller in this situation, letting them know exactly what they're going to be up against when they are getting to the closing table is going to just take a lot of, I think, angst off of you during the process because, man, you're negotiating home inspection items and all of a sudden they find out about the conveyance. I mean... Are you, what are we doing? Uh, I'm not just which
0: episode you can go back to to find that. Oh. I think it is. It wasn't that long ago. It was just a couple weeks ago. It's episode 139. So if yeah. you want to go back and, and check out should agents disclose referral fees, go check out episode yeah. 139. But I do think
1: that this is an important topic and hopefully my faith is in agents that they are uh, giving a net sheet.
0: Yes, I would agree. <laughs> All right. Uh, racket number two. This is Realtor Mag.
1: Yes. And I and it's not from me. I walked in this morning. <laughs> he's like, I, and I, I mean it's 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 yeah. qu- I'm surprised his computer even opened up to the page. Well Inman's
0: got their big event going Inman Connect today, which seems like they're doing that every other week. And, and Yeah, so, I feel like we
1: already did that. did we already There's do that? Didn't been we been talk a lot about it?
0: There's been a lot of them. Well,
1: I guess when it's virtual, I mean you just you keep you just hitting keep it up. Right? Yeah. right?
0: So that was kind of uh, taking over all their content yeah. today. But uh, yeah, on Realtor Mag Airbnb. Buyers use rentals to test new neighborhoods. Prospective home buyers are using short-term rentals as an opportunity to test out neighborhoods and cities before committing to a full relocation according to data from Airbnb. Uh, listen, we're one of those winning markets here in Connecticut on the shoreline in our rural towns, in our shoreline towns, where we've seen this influx of New Yorkers wanting to escape. Mm-hmm. New York City is obviously the most impacted from COVID pe- my, people migrating out for a variety right. of reasons. And a lot of these a, a large number of these leads and buyers that we've spoken to mm-hmm. have literally never spent any time in some of them have. And a lot of them I do that think have it. it's
1: either one or the other. I think that people are moving here because their best friend lives here.
0: Yep, there's that.
1: I, I think I've had two people move in from New York City, and they picked our town because their best friend lives here. Yep, like they didn't look at any other town. They didn't. They didn't want to look at any other town. But
0: there's a lot of them who are home shopping. Yes, and just saying, and then they're calling. I had this call recently. I got to share this call. It was just mind blowing to me over over the weekend. Oh boy, you
1: got a little. You got a little. You got a little peacocky with it though, like a little angry.
0: Uh, because it's it is such a ridiculous question. Well, the way it was framed, maybe,
1: but maybe, but like you, know, you could have rounded your edges a little,
0: maybe, but you weren't on the call, so I had very <laughs> round edges, by the way. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Here's the thing I had a call this weekend on a new listing uh, that we put up, and it's in a particular town in Connecticut, very rural town. A New Yorker called, and, and she said, We had a long conversation, it was a 20, 25 minute conversation. And in the second half of that conversation, she says, from your perspective, would this be the right town for me? Would I like this town? This is someone who's never even been in the county, Mm -hmm. never physically visited the county that we were discussing uh, here in Connecticut, Mm -hmm. let alone the town. I said, listen, (laughs) the last thing I can do is answer that question for you. You should really start to learn these locations. If you want to buy real estate out here in Connecticut, you're not going to buy the best house just because you're drawn to the house. You got to understand the area. Come out here, take a visit. This, going and doing an Airbnb for a weekend and being able to instead of just driving out and having to drive right. back, no place to stay, well, this gives you the ability to get into the coffee yeah. shops, go down uh, in, into the town, drive around, meet a few people.
1: Well, and not just in that one town that you're in. I mean, obviously- Go to the, the other towns. Some of the cities that they're talking about are a little bit larger, but I mean, our towns, like you can pretty much get to a decent handful of towns I gotta tell you, within I, 10 to 15 minutes.
0: When I hear a question that is so- uh, well, it's, everybody it comes knows, with so little well, thought. It's so funny. So it I is, feel is,
1: like maybe maybe last year, almost the same week, we talked about throwaway questions.
0: This is a that was a throwaway question. Meaning we, to,
1: we talked about this. I remember I asked you if you were ready for Halloween. Yeah. If you picked out your, your outfit. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And that was the th- You're like that was a throw. So this was sort of a throwaway question. No, I no, think no you, it, I,
0: it was it was so unthoughtful. It was such a bad question that my radar went up. That I'm like, is this somebody? trying to you know we talked about the newsday well, investigation I mean investigation, she could have just been looking for some guidance is she, no, 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 no. it was is she it was not worded properly me, is she trying to get me to steer her in a location because she's undercover like my the question was so bad that my radar went up and I'm like uh this is very odd of a que- it's a well, very maybe odd you should question. have
1: just offered her out some hey give me your email i'll send you out some links oh, i sent out town links i
0: said to her listen i'm i'm happy to do a virtual tour a physical tour of the property my recommendation to you before you do any of that is start with researching the towns. Yeah. This would have been a great uh you yes. know example. Hey, go go do some Airbnb. Airbnb guests are booking longer stays of two weeks or more in small and mid-sized cities with access to natural surroundings mm-hmm. and wide open spaces. Some of the popular cities for Airbnb rentals are Park City, uh
1: i'm sure those these were probably popular steamboat springs
0: durham park city i mean santa fe boise idaho richmond greenville south carolina indianapolis and uh fort walton beach florida those are just examples but hey i think this is a i mean listen it's brilliant why not would you ever buy somewhere like would you call somebody up in colorado and be like love the house Do you think I'd love the town that you've never met? That knows nothing about I mean, I
1: live in the same house that I have since I was two. So I don't think that that, I I wouldn't even, no way. Are you kidding me? I can't even leave my own town. That's how comfortable I feel here.
0: This is not a racket. Uh, Consumers calling agents they've never met (laughs) in towns they've never stepped foot in, asking if they would like the town. That is an all-time racket. That is a little bit of a racket.
1: But I'm really happy to see I mean because I again back at the beginning of the pandemic between Uber and Airbnb it was like shut down. Mm-hmm. And now Airbnb is I mean it's really becoming a vital resource for for consumers. Oh, yeah. So question. um again I I think that if you're in the right spot keep buying them and Keep Airbnbing
0: them out. Why not? Yeah, because it's it's different than staying in a hotel to get to know the area. You're if you're shopping for single family homes now, you're staying in a single family home. Mm-hmm. You can actually put yourself in that moment of what it would like right. be like to live here. Pull into a garage. Be a member of the community. Wow. Do it all. You're really you know? getting
1: kind of like you're getting you're I moving like this morning. I like it.
0: All right, marketeer <laughs> of the week. Uh, the marketeer is not a specific agent or agency. Uh, but it is a particular topic from Craig Rowe, staff writer at Inman, under their marketing section. Mm-hmm. We'll link it up as we link up all of the articles. Steal these nine chic promotional gifts for better branding. Uh, okay, let's go through the list. You're
1: laying it on thick with branding this year.
0: Mm-hmm. You're wanting it's to. It's all about branding. Yeah. And branding stuff. like Stuff, yeah, I wanna,
1: no, I mean, Yeah. yeah.
0: I got some notepads. Nobody knows. I got these notepads. What do you have like do a secret stash? Notepad? Yeah, they're at the house.
1: At what house? My house. Oh my lord! Yeah. What are you hiding them under your mattress? Yeah, what well, kind of notepad?
0: in company notepads. I know,
1: but like like the front cover front or cover, like each page. Branded, branded. Like, what are you doing with the notepad?
0: No, we're gonna give them to everybody. Oh we're my team. lord!
1: What yeah. did everybody wear? On the team? Everyone on the team. Oh yeah then why would I know about it? Is it supposed to be a gift? Are you, hmm, what's going I just, Now everybody knows, low well, one and company, you're getting notepads. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's see how many, let's see how many people actually watch our podcast. I For don't even day. watch it. Are
1: you kidding me? <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: number one, Double walled aluminum mugs or bottles. So this is like that uh, the Yeti. The I Yeti. mean,
1: brilliant. Everybody yeah. wants a Yeti, and yeah. I, I think in this situation, it probably is worthwhile for you to spend the extra ten dollars to go for the Yeti,
0: and then have that branded. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I agree. No one's gonna walk around with like a like a like a knockoff Yeti.
0: That's gonna be a powerful gift. Those Yetis aren't cheap. I don't think.
1: Well, but the, well, yeah, twenty five bucks, and you get a little thing. But maybe if you're okay. buying them in a mass quantity.
0: Uh, Portable chargers and batteries. You know, this one's good because everybody needs the charger and the portable one, but because of the way they're always changing everything all the time, it will get outdated probably within a year. Well, or but if just you just break. need a new
1: cord. I mean you're just getting um you're getting a box. You can I know. always update the cord. These mofis, my, my mofi just, just broke
0: after letting uh, you borrow it for a weeks I couple didn't break
1: weeks. it. I and I used it, it no once. Longer I used working. it once. My problem is is that I don't ever charge I don't ever charge the battery that needs to then charge my phone. Yeah. So my phone is dead, my the battery is dead. I've been
0: I tried to charge my Mofi, it won't take a charge anymore. The last one that used it extensively was you.
1: Well, I mean, that happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it happened. Sounds like. All right. Beer growlers. I don't get this. Maybe, Sam, do you know about the beer growler? Do you keep the bottle and then yes. you go fill it up? Yes. And you keep, it's you like keep, a milk jug. You go yes. and you have your milk back in the day and you yes. fill it up? Yes.
1: That's what you do. You take okay. your growler and you refill your growler.
0: All right. So, all the. Do you fill up a growler? Do you store a growler? No, Sam doesn't do this. Um,
1: I have growlers. I just
0: knew Sam would know. You have growlers that you go and fill up somewhere?
1: Well, I would. When I have parties, I fill them up. Like I save them. And then if Uh, I have a party, I get the growler filled up instead of like a bunch of cans and stuff. Although I'm like a keg girl. Like I like, let's just get a keg. Like let's not run out.
0: So there's this account on TikTok. If anybody knows, I don't know the name. You could put it in the comments if you know the name. There's these, or I think it's one guy and he's switching back and forth uh, from each scene where he acts like the uh, American the, no, and then like, the Italian. No, no he acts oh. like the IPA guy. Oh. And he'll be like, he'll be like to his buddy. He'll be like, Hey, um, Checked out this really sweet IPA, dude, over the weekend. Like, It tastes like uh, pennies, bro. Pennies? And the other guy's like, takes a big sip. He's like, whoa, man, this IPA is killer, dude. Like, just that IPA-like <laughs> oh culture. It's hilarious. I can't even. It's hilarious. Was that
1: hour three in your Tic hole? Oh, my hole? It, it I is. mean, how do you if even get there? If you stumble across there, it. Oh my God. You I've are watched, lucky if you started. I've watched the, the Italian dad versus the American dad one. Have you ever watched that? Uh, I that have seen that, I've seen that one. screen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's, 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 it's like that, it's yeah. like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, same guy doing two different yeah. things, whatever. Okay. Beer growlers, sure. You gotta know that the person likes beer, I guess. Right. Anyways, for Wi-Fi smart plugs. Well, these plug. aren't
1: necessarily gifts. These are like yeah, promotional. Are like if you have an event, people are grabbing oh, okay. them. Could, could be it's more of a promotional thing.
0: Yeah. Well, this would be a gift. Wi-Fi smart plug.
1: Yeah. Well there but but did you read did you read the header? It said promotional items. Uh,
0: promotional gifts. gifts. Promotional gifts, not items. Gifts. Okay. All right.
1: Fine. No, they're still promotional. These this are is promotional. Gifts. These aren't like closing gifts
0: they could be closing gifts any of these i think the yeti cup would be such a ridiculous closing gift. i
1: mean it would be insane all right yeah
0: moving on because we're on number four here number five let's go right to number and
1: five. people would use that i mean you want to give like i don't want to give people a phone charger because like my son would take it and then like it, it's now it's under his bed you right, know, right. we're like a Yeti like that. There's there's nobody that wouldn't use it.
0: Well, my daughter, who's three and a half, she raves about her Yeti cup. Like yeah. you try to give her another cup. She's like, oh, I have right. a Yeti cup, we're like, don't say that out loud. My daughter uses really my snobby. Yeti
1: cup for paints. Mm, I'm like, you pick the yikes. most expensive cup to put your paint like brushes in.
0: All right. Number five, custom Patagonia apparel. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, Is that a of... big
0: deal? Patagonia <laughs> seems like a big deal.
1: Oh, Lordy. Right. That's funny.
0: So I guess a nice bag, who wouldn't want a nice bag?
1: Those are expensive too.
0: Neck gaiters or buffs. I wouldn't recommend getting, giving somebody a mask with your team or, bro- or brokerage brand on it, but maybe for you to wear going out in public, mm-hmm. that, would be, that right. would be smart, yeah. Right.
1: Although I feel like I'm always, like my kids, like I'm about to drop them off at school and they're like, I forgot my mask. So maybe it's not a bad thing to have like a backup. You know, mm. like I would use it as a backup. If like While if I have it, kids
0: school maybe you supply all the teachers
1: with backups. With oh, with
0: branded masks.
1: Ooh, so then the the teachers are giving them to the kids. No,
0: so the teachers are just walking around the school like a walking billboard with all these wanting company masks.
1: Ooh, you can like 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 sponsor a teacher.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> and then <laughs> that could be good. Hey, public schools, you can raise some money getting sponsorships. Anyways, I mean, huh. number seven, uh, Bluetooth speaker. Really I don't, really don't even know what that is, but I'm sorry. Oh, one of those little I got. Oh, oh, lord. Patagonia only,
1: blue tea. I mean, maybe no, no, we should end while is. we're ahead.
0: Not only do I like this, I need one of these for the golf course. Okay. Uh number 8 reusable grocery bags. We have those. We have those, yeah. Those are good. Yep. Those are great actually. Those are fantastic. People love those. And number 9, the matador pocket blankets. I don't I haven't heard of this. Matador. I haven't. I haven't either. A pocket blanket?
1: I don't know. Could it be goes deployed into your at the pocket. Beach, park car trunk on a picnic.
0: Who the heck would walk around with a blanket in their pocket?
1: Well, I wouldn't, but I do have a blanket okay. in my in my car at all times.
0: Yeah, if you got the extra money to brand some stuff, this is like so la- Like when you're building your company, your team, your personal brand, whatever you're doing, this would be so like the last thing you spend your money on. But if you've got a little bit of that extra money and i would definitely spend, spend it on a on yeti go. over
1: pens yeah 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 because i mean who's using the pens like we're using the pens in the office i agree ridiculous
0: i like the yeti that's a great one because whether you're filling it up with booze or coffee there's a use for everybody Or water you know could be anything or your paint all right love to hear from you guys in the comments uh certainly Any topics, any marketeers. Or even just
1: like maybe there's other promotional gifts that you guys are using that you're finding to be wildly popular.
0: Glenda Baker down in Atlanta. Glenda did a call with our team. She does for everybody leaves a five star review on Zillow. She gives them a five star Glenda Baker towel got five stars on it mm-hmm. beach towel mm-hmm. thanking them mm-hmm. for the five star review hmm. uh and she does all kinds of, i mean if you guys like don't know, all
1: that's on it is five stars or is her name no, it's five on stars it. and
0: then her brand okay but it's like five stars at the top and then like the whole brand it's she calls it her five star beach towel uh what, she where gives, is she
1: located she's located on the beach uh
0: she's in atlanta so there's and there's not a beach in atlanta but hmm. so um, i wonder why she went with the beach towel well they have pools okay you know, they have pools there, okay so hmm. And people probably will take a trip towels? out of Atlanta to go with to the a beach, ta- and
1: they'll take a towel with them. Like, do you pack a towel
0: when I go to the beach?
1: Yeah, I don't think I bring. No, no, no like if you're fl- if you when you fly to Florida, yeah. do you bring beach towels
0: well, with you? I have a place with towels in it, but if I didn't have a place with towels, I would bring a towel. You yeah, would if I was planning on going to the beach. What am I going to go lay on the sand like a freak?
1: No, but usually like the places supply beach towels.
0: The beach, the public beach would supply beach towels? Well,
1: but where you're staying.
0: It's not oh, like you're just you're landing. In a hotel and like, and.
1: You're just not landing on the beach. All right. That's Anyways, we went completely home. off
0: the rails there. <laughs> the, the fact of the matter is, yes, if you're giving a gift to your clients and you have the money to brand it, I think that's absolutely uh, best case scenario. If it's going to be something like a beach towel or a Yeti cup that they're going to use over and over and over again and other people are going to see. All right. If you've got uh, any marketeers of the week, please, in the comments, love to hear from you. Uh, Audio, good, check, double check, triple check. We doubled and tripled all the way through. All the way through. That's it for for today. Keep it real, guys.